Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty, and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher, and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I love watching every game every week. I love drafting, trading, scouting, managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. First, I want to thank you guys for giving me a week off last week. I did not record a podcast last week, largely because I spent most of my time working on uh, rookie rankings for this next year. And so now you can go to the website, click on the rookies page, and see my, I think I have like top 74 different players that are ranked for rookies. Had a blast uh, going back and looking at different uh, film from these guys and taking my own rankings. I did look at one website, which kind of gave me at least a, a base to start with, um, but then did all my own rankings. So I'm actually looking forward to in the coming weeks, actually compare my rankings with other websites. And then we can talk about some of those differences that we have, which guys I'm higher on the most or which guys... I'm lower on than other players, so that's going to be pretty fun to do. It's a super fun time to be a Dynasty uh, player, thinking about these rookies, getting ready to watch the uh, Senior Bowl this coming week, and just, uh, if you didn't yet, record the um, East-West Shrine game and watch the Senior Bowl, and pretty soon the Combine's going to be here, and we're going to be underway, and so I'm excited about that. For this week's podcast, uh, we're actually going to look back at last year's rankings in the rookie rankings and then rank number one through 24 uh, compared to what we had last year. So this is always a really fun time of year to look back at rookie rankings, um, that the rankings that you had before last year's rookie draft. So if you're new to Dynasty, you should create like a draft board and you've got all your players ranked for the rookie draft that you have coming up and hopefully April or May or rather rather May or June at the latest. And you've got your rookie ra- rookie drafts. One of the great things to do is actually save that document. Save that document, whatever whatever way you you know save your documents to create a ranking, and then go reflect back on it. And so, one of the best things that you can do as a dynasty um, owner and analyst is to actually look back at your own rankings and then re-rank the players. And so I really recommend this for all of our Dynasty owners. It helps develop your skills. It helps you learn kind of maybe where you went wrong and kind of uh, be honest about some of your tendencies and where maybe you have some some mistakes in your your understanding about players. Um, and it's a great way to, to do that. So I would recommend that you do that every year. You can do it privately, but now I have to do so publicly. <laughs> so this stinks. Now we can we can look publicly and say, what were some of the things that I hit on? What were some of the things that I missed on last year? And so what we're going to do is we're going to see where I hit and missed. I'm going to re-rank my top 24 rookies from last year's draft, and I'll tell you where I had them ranked last year in the draft. If you go to the article on the website, you can also read about this in my little comments beside each. Uh, you can see where I had them ranked before um, and where I would have them ranked now if I was to re-rank the rookie draft class of 2018. So naturally, some changes are, are due to injuries, coaching changes, and, and lots of other factors. So we have to be honest, too, that some of this just is like circumstantial type of things. Um, but overall, you really can learn a lot by looking back at your rankings and seeing uh, how you did. And so I'm going to do that now. Let's go through 1 through 24. So pretend we're like in two your first two rounds of your 12-team draft. 
Uh, where do we have players ranked a year ago, or more than, a year, or just a year ago before the rookie draft? And where do we, where would I rank them now? And so I'll be honest with you about where I had them ranked last year. All right, so let's get started. Uh, number one, uh, if I was to re-rank all the rookies, I would draft Saquon Barkley number one. And last year, to no surprise, I actually had him as my number one uh, pick in the rookie draft. So there was zero difference between uh, the ranking last year and the ranking this year. Um, he was no doubt number one pick last year. He showed us why no one, uh, no one can take pride in ranking him number one. Last year, everyone had him ranked number one, so there's not much to talk about here. He played incredible, and, and despite you know awful offense that he was playing with, um, I already have him as my number two ranked running back, just behind Gurley. I'm not going to let this year's playoffs <laughs> too too much affect my view of Gurley, um, but I still have him as the number two running back overall already, and so. No-brainer, no miss. Everyone had him ranked number one, and if we were to redraft, he'd still be number one. So let's move on to the other ones where there's a little bit more question. Uh, number two, if I was to redraft, I would rank Nick Chubb my number two in the 2018 class. And uh, I'd like to take some pride in this because I actually had him as my number two pick in the draft last year when I ranked the rookie drafts. So I do take some pride in that. I had him steady as the number two all year last year. Not all year last year, I knew that he was the number two for me in the rookie process. And so I aggressively traded for him in all of my leagues. I traded up to try to get him. I, I picked him up in one. I was unable to pick him up another, even though I offered like serious offers to try to get him. Um, he's already my number six ranked number running back, uh, number six running back in all overall right now. Um, I think he's just poised to explode and well, can we say it? The, an explosive Cleveland offense? I, th- I really do believe that Cleveland, Cleveland is on the move here. You're going to hear that from several of my uh, comments that I'll make in, the, in this uh, rookie ranking. But proud to say that I had him number two last year, and I would still rank him number two right now. Here's where we get some differentiation. So zero degree on those first two. My number three, if I was to re-rank the rookies, number, number three would be Kerryon Johnson. But last year, I only had him number five, so there's only a two-point difference. He moved up by two uh, draft picks. I'm, I'm actually honestly proud of this one, too. I had him ranked fi- far higher than most everyone else that I know in the industry. Uh, while he was injured a lot this year, um, he did score 13 points per game in the games that he did play. And so I'm just hopeful that these injuries are a fluke and that Detroit really does become more run-first offense with their new coaching staff. And I believe that's what they aim to do. And so if I was to redraft, I'd draft him number three, even though last year I had him number five. One of my biggest regrets in my drafts last year is there was one one league that I had, um, Devontae Booker, and had him. And so when it came to my time in the draft, I had Kerryon Johnson ranked ahead of Royce Freeman. But just given the kind of handcuff situation, I chose to, to draft uh, Freeman instead, which I'm kicking myself for that. That's one lesson that I learned. Like Just draft the highest guy on your board. Don't worry about your situation as much. Um, I'm definitely going to learn that last year. So I have as my, as my number three if I was to re-rank, but last year I had him as my number five. If I was to re-rank, I would actually have Sony Michelle at number four. Um, not too far off from where I had him in the rookie rankings last year. Last year I had him as rookie number seven. So he has uh, moved up three spots from where I had him um, just before the rookie draft. Honestly, I was not as high on him as others, but it wasn't because of his talent. Like, I, I, I love his talent, and I would have ranked him way higher, but when he got drafted by the Patriots, I moved him way down, considerably down in, in my 
rookie rankings because I just hate to draft New England players. Like they are so game uh, scheme dependent, and from game to game, you never know what you're going to get from them. And so I just I, I wish he would have landed on a team that you knew there could be some consistency. So that said, uh, not trying to read too much into it, you know, watch the playoffs this uh, playoff season already, and it's ridiculous. Like they're actually using him like we thought that a normal team would use him. And if they're going to keep using him like this, then, man, he's he's definitely number four if I was to re-rank the players. And I uh, wish that I would have had him, but at the same time, I don't I don't feel too bad about it because I don't like drafting positional players for New England uh, given the way they coach and scheme up their games to game. Number five that I would have ranked for uh, this year if I was to redo the rankings would be DJ Moore, uh, wide receiver from uh, Carolina. Uh, so he moved up four spots. Last year, I actually had him ranked in my in my rookie rankings, and I had him ranked number nine. So now I'd rank him number five. So he's moved up a solid four spots. It took him some time, uh, but he finally became a playmaker near the end of the year. And uh, he was my top-ranked wide receiver uh, coming into the rookie draft, and he remains there. He's just moved up ahead of some of the other running backs that I had ahead of him. I have to be honest that Cam Newton's uh, recent injury is a scare. It's the only thing that could drop him in my rankings. But other than that, I would rank him solidly number five in in this uh, re-ranking. If I was to re-rank, I would actually have Baker Mayfield number six. And this is my biggest jump because in my rookie rankings last year, I had him number 21. So he's moved up 15 spots from where he was last April uh, when when I decided on my on my rookie draft, now I have to be honest. You know, as a Texas guy, it may just be that I'm an OU hater, which of course I am. <laughs> so this is by far my biggest miss. Uh, Mayfield was simply ridiculous this year. You have to admit it. I'd normally not take a quarterback in a rookie draft like this high up. Like really, I really wouldn't, unless like my team was somehow you know extremely deficient of quarterbacks, particularly in a one quarterback league. Completely different. If it was a two quarterback league. But I believe that I would do this right now. Like, I really would rank him number six if I was to redo the draft. Um, he's just on an up-and-coming offense. Again, I already said it. Like, I can't believe it. We're talking about Cleveland this way. But he's on an up-and-coming offense. He has control of the team. I really believe he's going to be a star for decades to come. Like, we're, we're talking 10 to 15 years of, of awesomeness for Mayfield. And uh, he's going to do it. So I would draft him number six in my rookie rankings if I re ordered them. So looking back, number seven, I would actually put Philip Lindsay. <laughs> and so if I was to redraft all the rookies, he'd be my number seven. And this one, I have a, like a complete mulligan. And if anyone else is honest, they would as well, because he was not in my rookie rankings last year, nor was he in most of the people that I followed, unless you did a late draft, because once the preseason started and players started reporting to camp, there was a lot of buzz that he was uh, really showing something there at Denver. If you're a, if you follow the football guys, you know that Cecil Lammy, who reports for Denver, he was he was the one that was talking up Lindsey uh, quite a bit early, and so you can look at it and say, okay, well that's when you should have known something. But but we all had our rookie drafts before then, so if we're going to be honest, he was just unranked, he was undrafted, and so I still would say that I'd rank him number seven if I was to completely redraft right now from last year's rookies. Um, that's where he would be. I, honestly, I still uh, have some questions about his ability to stay healthy and to remain the lead back with the new coaching staff and the and the higher, much higher drafted player in Royce Freeman. Um, I still have some questions, but but I, I still would put him number seven. If it makes a difference to you and you want to know 
Uh, my buddy and I that co-manage one of our reality sports online leagues, he was our one player that we tagged and gave a um, extension to his contract this year. You know, it's a salary cap league, and you can only do that with one player. So we were willing to do it with Lindsey um, in the hopes that he'd continue to be a solid player for us in the years to come, and we have his rights for three more years after this. Number eight, so if I was re-ranking, number eight, I would draft Darius Geis. And this is a five-point differential. Last year, I had him as my number three player overall. So before the rookie draft, I had him as my number three overall. I'm still not willing to move him very far. I moved him back to number eight if I was to redraft today. And it's mainly due to his ACL injury and the complications and infections uh, are one of the reasons that he dropped. But uh, you can see I didn't really drop him very far. If he becomes a full participant in the offseason, he'd move back up to number three for me. Like I would move him all the way back up ahead of Kerryon Johnson and say that he's my number three guy that I would rank in the 2018 rookie draft. Um, but just depends on him getting healthy. His health has made him fall a considerable bit, just five spots for me. But um, I would really, really uh, trust him going forward. My number nine ranked rookie, if I was to re-rank the rookies, would be Christian Kirk. Um, I have a number nine which in the rookie draft last year, I had him number 11. So he's moved up two spots. So so I had him ranked pretty high already. Uh, didn't move up considerably, but two spots. Uh, he simply just showed enough to stay stay about where I had him before. Arizona's offense could not have been worse uh, than they were last year, right? They were, they were horrible last year. And so I really believe that next year they're going to get better. Um, I had him as my number three wide receiver in last year's rookie draft, but now I've moved him up to my number two ranked wide receiver in last year's class. Um, I think the new offense, while coached by <laughs> Cliff, Kingsbury, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, he's certainly suspect because he's never coached to this degree before. Um, I just can't believe they're going to be worse than last year. We've got an offensive coach that's coming in there um, that knows how to utilize the type of talent that, that Kirk was. So uh, I really believe that he's staying steady there for me at number nine. Uh, Number 10, if I was to re-rank the rookie draft class, would be Dante Pettis. Uh, Last year, I had him ranked number 16. So he's moved up six spots from where I had him ranked in the rookie draft. Um, And and that's kind of a surprise because I was actually way higher on him than most analysts. Um, I ended the season even more confident in his ability. If Antonio Brown doesn't end up in San Francisco, um, that would be the big factor. Um, I, I would have to like him less. I mean, if not, I really suspect that he's going to be the number one wide receiver for San Francisco. And not only that, he's going to get his quarterback back with with Garoppolo coming back. Um, with Garoppolo rather coming back, um, he's really going to move up. And so I know I'm way higher on him than most. I was way higher on him than people going into last year's rookie draft. And so I'm still staying steady with my belief that Pettis is uh, one of the top. You know, 2018 rookie wide receivers. So I have him number 10. End of the rookie draft last year, he's in the exact same spot. He's still the number four receiver if I was to redraft again. Uh, he'll feel, I really believe that he'll figure to be a big, bigger part of the offense in next year too. Even with the offensive coordinator, coordinator change, um, Calvin Ridley is just solid and he should be uh, the number 11 player, you know, if we were to redraft. Here's where it gets a little bit more dicey for me. If I was to list my number 12 player, um, if I was to redraft, would be Cortland Sutton from Denver. Um, last year, I had him ranked number 18 going into the rookie draft. So he's moved up six spots from where I had him last year. I was a lot lower on him uh, or, than most of the experts, most of the analysts. And so 
his situation um, sure helped him this year. I think that that's a big part of it. Like the veteran wide receivers in front of him, uh, losing Thomas via trade, losing Sandard via injury. Um, but that said, I'm still a little uncertain that he's a better rookie than his teammate Hamilton, uh, Deshaun Hamilton. Um, he does have the more prototypical size to be a wide receiver number one. So I'm actually pretty reluctant to, to move him here. But uh, there's so many other people that think highly of him that I feel like I have to move him up a little bit and I'll put him at number 12 if I was to redraft for this next year's rookie draft. Continuing on, number 13, I'd actually move to Sam Darnold. Uh, last year, I actually had him ranked number 26. So if he moved up from 26 to redrafting again, I would rank him number 13. That means he moved up 13 spots. Um, he was surprisingly great. Uh, again, I don't normally rank a quarterback this high, but I see him as a like literally decade-long decade uh, starter. Adam Gaze, I think, will only make him better now that he's become the coach there for the Jets. And if I had like a tear break, it would be right here. Here's where there'd be a tear break. I'm really confident in Darnold and the rest of these players I'm going to talk about. I'm not so confident in, but I'm confident in these top 13. Darnold would be where there would be a tear break. I really believe in him. My number 14 player, if I was to re-rank this year's drafts, would be uh, Royce Freeman. Uh, Philip Lindsay uh, definitely made this one of the biggest busts. Last year, I had him as the number six ranked rookie. And so uh, he's fallen eight spots from where I first had him. And while Lindsay certainly outplayed him this year, I still believe that he has a chance to be the lead back in Denver. Um, it, he'll have a role in Denver. I believe that the new coaching staff will, will get him more involved. I think that his draft pedigree uh, demands it. That's one of the things we always have to consider is people's draft pedigree. Like if they were drafted in the second or third round, they're going to just get more chances, naturally going to get more chances than the other because more has been invested in them. And I still really believe that he could beat out Lindsey. Well, it remains to be seen kind of what these uh, coaches will do. And so I would believe that you should just hold on to Royce in the, the leagues where I do have him. I'm just holding him and very hopeful. Re-ranking number 15, I would actually draft Rashad Pennedy right here at number 15, which this is a pretty considerable fall because last year I had him ranked as number four in my rookie ranking. So he has dropped 11 spots from where I originally had him. Um, you can kind of like see above or see what I just wrote with Royce Freeman. Draft pedigree demands that he, he won't fall too far in my rankings, but he was uh, way worse uh, than he than Freeman was when Freeman got his chances with Denver, and so, and and the other scare is that Seattle will always play their best player. Like they're one of those teams that just they don't care about draft pedigree as much as other teams. They'll they'll play their best player. Um, ultimately, I believe he's got to be better than Chris Carson in the long run. So I'm, I'm I'm holding steady a little bit, if you want to call it that. I dropped him 11 spots from where I had him as my number four in the rookie rankings last year. If I was to redraft now, I'd probably put him at number 15. Number 16, if I was to redraft today, would be Dallas Goddard. And uh, this is a little bit unique situation. He actually was my number 25 ranked player in the rookie draft. So he was 25, and now I would say he's 16, which means he's moved up nine spots. But this is really just circumstantial. Um, I only had him ranked at number 25 last year because of where he was drafted, like, like getting drafted to Philadelphia behind Zach Ertz was just an awful situation. Like, cause I would, probably would have had him as a top 15 rookie last year. Um, but still, even with the competition, uh, he's playing on a team in Philadelphia that knows how to get two tight ends involved uh, very well. And he already just looked great when he was playing. So 
Um, I believe, too, that they're going to start to get in some cap trouble there in Philadelphia. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year or two they decide that they have to let Ertz go, particularly if Goddard continues to play well. So if I was to redraft, I'd put Goddard as number 16 uh, for this year's draft class or last year's draft class. To number 17 in uh, last year's draft class, I would move to Antonio Callaway. Uh, he didn't move a whole lot last year in the rookie rankings. I had him higher than a lot of people. I had him ranked number nine, so now I'm only moving him up two spots from where I had him as a rookie. Um, he just proved uh, proved to be very solid this year. Uh, the thing that kind of held him down was some questions about his character, and everyone was a little hesitant to rank him just based on that. But so far, apart from the one offseason incident that he had, he's really stayed clean, and he's been super productive. And again, I hate to say it, but part of a pretty explosive Cleveland offense, uh, especially since Mayfield landed there. So he's got you know quarterback of the future with a uh, rookie wide receiver of the future. Um, there could be really be something there uh, for him in Cleveland. And so I would move him to number 17, even though last year I had him as my number 19 rookie. Number 18, here's where we have a, have a bit of a fall. If I was to re-rank, I would put uh, Anthony Miller at number 18. Uh, this was a bit of a miss for me, if, if I'm honest, but I'm actually still really hopeful. Last year I had him in my rookie rankings. I had him as number 10 overall, and so I'm dropping him eight spots to number 18. Um, but I'm still really hopeful. I think that Allen Robinson cannot hold him off. I think that Miller is the long uh, is, is going to be the long-term uh, wide receiver one there. Um, I was a little disappointed with Nagy's offense, and I thought it would be more explosive. Uh, the fact, too, is that they just became a very defensive-oriented team, and right, so rightfully so. Their defense was incredible. And so I was a little concerned that uh, their their offense just wasn't everything that I expected. But I still love Miller. Um, as, a, as an athlete, I still love him as uh, the, the guy that I think can win the number one job there. And I believe the offense will just get better, even if the defense plays as well as it is. So... I have moved him down considerably from number 10 to number 18, but I'm still super high on Anthony, Anthony Miller. Uh, number 19, if I was to re-rank, would be James Washington. Uh, last year in the rookie rankings, I had him ranked number 14, so he's fallen five spots. Um, fallen five spots. Uh, he had a fair share of great plays in the preseason, like looked really good and, and even had a few really good plays you know, during the end season. And so um, I still believe in him, and I always believe in Pittsburgh's ability to draft great wide receivers. They're just so good at just finding these great guys. And, of course, what kind of boosts his stock right now, he'd probably be ranked a little bit lower. Um, but the, the fact that Antonio Brown's situation means that he might be leaving Pittsburgh means James Washington really moves up a bit. And so if I was to re-rank him right now, I'd have him number 19, even though last year I had him as number 14 in the rookie draft. To number 20, we have Kiki Kuti. <laughs> I had him last year as number 27. And so he has actually moved up seven spots to where I had him ranked as a rookie. Uh, he was a real surprise. Um, no doubt that Hopkins is always going to be the number one wide receiver in Houston. Like that's There's no doubt about that. But I believe that uh, Kuti could beat out Fuller and get the second most targets. Uh, Fuller and Kuti are both injury prone, so that's kind of a little question mark for both of them for sure. Um, but it could be that whoever's the most healthy is going to get the second most targets on that team is going to perform really well. And he really fits that kind of slot speedy role that's just going to keep getting targets for them. Uh, performed great this year. And so um, happy with that. If you listen to the uh, football guys, uh, Sigmund Bloom was a big big guy on Kiki, uh, Kiki Kuti. And so he's definitely proven himself right 
I'd move him up to number 20 if I were to redraft. Four more to go here. If I was to redraft again, I would move Deshaun uh, Hamilton uh, to number 21. Uh, he... Uh, was number 28 in my rookie rankings last year. So he's actually moved up seven spots. And and here's the thing. Like, I really feel like, I mentioned this when I talked about Sutton earlier, I feel like he outplayed Sutton at the end of the season last year. So once the, the veterans and Sanders and Thomas got moved off the team and it really was just Hamilton and, um, and Sutton there, he just outperformed him. And I, I kind of feel like some of that may be the result of poor quarterback play in Keenum. Like he just kind of checks down to the, the kind of underneath routes, and maybe that's where Hamilton kind of made his money. Um, he's definitely a reliable, shorter route guy. Um, but I really want to move him up higher than Sutton. But the, I have to go back to the whole draft pedigree type of thing and think that they invested a lot more in Sutton. So I think that he's going to get every opportunity. Although there, there is a real part of me that wants to be really bold and move Hamilton ahead, <laughs> really move Hamilton ahead of Sutton, but I really can't quite do it yet, so I, I'll list him here at number 21. Number 22 is uh, Michael Gallup. Uh, in the rookie rankings last year, I had him number 15, so he has actually fallen seven spots from 15 to 22. Um, but this really is all because of the Amari Cooper trade, right? We all know that's really the reason. Like he, he came in there and we ranked him higher because we thought that he would have to almost have to be the number one receiver for Dallas. Um, but now that Cooper's there, there's no way that he's going to be the number one receiver in Dallas. But that said, I really feel like he's actually maybe a better fit as a number two wide receiver anyway. And so I'm still hopeful for his ability to contribute to the offense and to our fantasy teams. And I would still keep him in my top 24 um, even though he's fallen from 15 to 22. Uh, two more here, Ronald Jones. Uh, I had him ranked number eight in my rookie rankings last year, and now I've dropped him all the way to 23. So he's had the biggest drop. He's dropped 15 spots. Um, and I hate this one because I, I hate it because I really wanted him to rank him way lower than number eight last year. I really did. Like, I just didn't believe in him. But I felt like his draft pedigree and and primarily like a wide open opportunity we thought that there was at Tampa Bay, right? Like who's going to be the running back at Tampa Bay? All they had was Barber that was there and it just didn't make any sense. And said so Quiz Rogers, like what was going to happen? We thought that they drafted him and this was his opportunity to take it. And so I had to move him up in my rookie rankings, even though I didn't believe in him as a player. And so I kind of regret that now. Um, I don't believe in him, but I still feel like I have to keep him in my, in my top 24 for the exact same reasons that I had in number eight. So he's taken the biggest fall, but I, I'm keeping him in my top 24 for the exact same reasons that I had him at number eight last year. And finally, number 24, the end of our second round of 12-team league would be Josh Rosen. Uh, last year, I in the rookie rankings, I had him number 20. So now he's fallen to number 24, which means he has fallen four spots. Uh, I'm still a believer. Uh, he actually was my number one quarterback in last year's rookie draft. So if I was to be honest about all my rookies, he was the one that I had as the top quarterback. Um, I don't believe that he is that. I don't believe he'll ever jump Mayfield again in my rankings. And so, um, but I could see him jumping uh, Darnold in my rankings. Uh, the new coaching changes will really give him an opportunity to prove it. And I believe that he's going to have that opportunity. So if I was to, to end the, in the second round, I would still have uh, Josh Rosen there at number 24. Well, that was fun. I hope this has been fun for you to kind of think about the players that you drafted. I uh, would welcome your input to debate or tell me where I'm wrong or tell me what you think and which players you've seen 
uh, it'd be real fun. Go back, go back and do this this practice. Go back to your old rookie rankings that you had when you had your drafts in April or May, and now go back and look at them and re-rank them and see where you have the biggest uh, disparities. <laughs> I think it's really fun uh, practice and will make you a lot better uh, dynasty owner. Well, that's gonna be a wrap for this week. Thanks for uh, giving a listen. As always, make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. I appreciate all of you guys, and until next time, do what you do and go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.